Morning, Mr. Burr. Good morning, Mr. Sheckman. How are you on this fine day? It's okay. It's it's a good old Wednesday. Why not? Right. Are you uh, are you running out of bread, by the way? No, not a chance. Why? Well, it's absolutely great toast. I'm I'm loving the Breaking Bad vibe, the eh. theme that you've got going. Um, but where is the fourth crust? Ah, uh, you noticed that. Um, any theories? Well, I, I never get these right. But what what the hell? I'll I'll have a stab. <laughs> um, well, it's first week of February. Um, is the four slices or four uh, crusts on a piece of bread? Is it is it missing one crust for new month week one maybe? Well done, bro. I mean, I think that's I think that's actually a first for you. It is a first for me. Um, what is this misfit delicious toast called? Uh, I mean, I'm leaning towards the uh, Jeremy will get fat on the crust special. First thing is Iron Shaggy Shaggy Michael Burr. Okay, so what I've learned this, well, actually, actually I did, I learned it this week. Um, and the way YouTube algorithms work, they always send me weird videos. And uh, a couple of episodes back, I reported on, I was looking at how horse hooves are cleaned up and, and so on and so forth. And or, or, or damaged hooves are replaced with a... Oh, yeah, well, yeah, thing exactly. well, yeah, yeah. What it was. So anyway, it, obviously YouTube now thinks I want to keep looking at hooves and it's now starting to show me cow hooves and how they're being sort of repaired. Wouldn't have thought they need to be. I mean, they don't get shoes on or anything. And but you just turn it into biltong to solve the problem? I, I would think, like, this one's got a damaged hoof. All right, cool. Biltong. Steak. Okay, fine. Um, but no, you know, they've got to repair them and stuff, and they have stuff where they have a rock that goes through and causes an abscess, right. all sorts of things. Okay. But what I found the most interesting thing is with horses, you have, basically, it's like a little stand, looks like a little stool, and you lift the leg up onto that, and you do your work, and the horse happily stands there. On three legs, yes. On, on three legs. The cow has, it walks into this giant sort of machine thing, something you'd almost imagine a student to have designed. It grips the cow basically around its entire body, including around its head to keep its head still, then lifts the entire cow up, grabs all four legs, rotates them back, and then what happens is there's a little uh, behind each leg, or behind each sort of stage of legs, so behind the front legs yeah. and behind the back legs, there's a little device that kind of lifts up and rotates and moves the hoof into the correct position. So not only does it rotate the leg... Okay, up, and then you work on the side of it. Oh, yeah, you can work wherever you want, but then, all right, I need the other leg, Flip, thing flips over to the other side and moves the other hoof up. Oh, so it's like sort of a, a, a rotating trestle thing. Almost, in, in a way. Cow aerobatics, I must mean, love it. You'd think, it, you know, and it's something, just thinking about with fourth year projects, A, you know, we talked last week about the inspiration and how it then yes. works. Um, oh, I wanted to say, I need to design this. Um, I think it's something to sort of think about in when you start off with an idea like this, then moving off in terms of a let it be an inspiration, but not that that is what I therefore must do. Right. Are we playing a game of ridiculous concepts that could make good projects? I think, I mean, I always enjoy them. Why not? I always do. All right. So animals that get injured, which are worth, uh, worth doing. Um, this, this cow thing is obviously you have a a cow farm there's yeah. more than one cow <laughs> yes. and there's probably more than one per day per week whatever the occurrence is with exactly. uh, with, with the thing and it, it needs to a bit of repair maintenance if you call it that and yeah. then a bit of recuperation uh let's uh let's change that to something which is let's say an endangered species in the kruger park so okay. if, if well, okay, hey, so firstly, it needs to be a mobile system. That's right. It would need to be mobile, and, and you need to... Well, there, there are levels to that problem. The injured cow, you can see an injured cow. <laughs> yeah. It's easy to spot. <laughs> and also, it's not behind thorn trees over 200 
thousand square kilometers. Yeah. Okay, so there's there's that side of the problem. Well, yeah, there's detection. There's, there's <laughs> detection. Okay, so if you've got these very rare roan antelope, or you've got yourself an albino eland, or whatever the hell it is that's precious, yeah. um, finding it is one part of yes. this problem. And then you're right. There's the mobile thing. You yeah. you can't go and find a zebra that's limping and chuck a leash on it and then walk it however many kilometers towards it or inoculate not inoculate it um uh knock it out tranquilize, tranquilize it. all the risk associated exactly. with exactly i mean it, yeah. and it's sort of what i'm sort of seeing as a, a potential progression here it's why they don't knock out a rhino take transport to a certain location to dehorn it the vet it. is noble uh, mobile yeah <laughs> mobile noble and mobile there we go so yeah so they, they knock it up and then there are issues with having say something like a rhino knocked out yes so you know it's the whole idea of progressing we don't have to worry about now hooves it's yes so talk me about this thing that picks up the cow that's obviously so it it i mean you could work on the cow for i'm imagining nothing's a five minute job it could be but yeah. i'm also not imagining it being like open heart surgery we're not talking four or five hours no, no, it would no. be maybe 40 minutes maybe an hour maybe an hour and a half at most the cow certainly. has to be able to breathe yeah and if it's a dairy cow you can't squash udders and, and e things e like that exactly um yeah. all cows are roughly about the same size and weight but different different breeds of cows like are more blocky and horns and all that sort of yeah. nonsense so it obviously takes into effect um the, like the cow's mental state panic state stress state um it can breathe it's comfortable all of that if it needs to go onesies or twosies it can probably do that unhindered because yep. those things just need to happen and uh it, it 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 restrains the thing in case there is a little bit of pain even though they probably do things to you know uh, they, they don't apparently don't but oh, no. maybe with the hoof you don't actually feel it through but they the, do, the, oh, they do. <laughs> yeah. i was actually the one guy saying it's like unfortunately this hurts like hell but we have to do it and i think it's possibly why there is you know a horse is whether it's a case of, of the, the nature of the hooves of a horse are different to the nature of the... It, in fact, with horses, it's probably the fact that they're cold-weather animals, whereas cows are not that much. So it's the same thing that you have with reindeer, where the legs are very skinny and there's not much blood that goes down to the bottom, so therefore there's not that many nerves either, because horses, I mean, anyhow, a horse in North America traipses through snow for three, four months a year. Okay, but you agree that any student doing this, let's say, yeah. um, I've seen this cow thing, what about in, and we get a lot of fourth year students with a prosthetic leg, etc. Yeah. They haven't really had any with the uh, injured animal, what to do about it, how to get a vet there and to support it. And I mean, what to do with a giraffe, interesting case. Yeah. Um, now, we would see in a report, the student that goes after the drone stuff for detection, they would throw everything, they throw multiple levels yeah. of kitchen sinks, a four-story house <laughs> with a sink on every level at, at this. And yeah, if effectively, well, what would you expect a fourth year to do? They would take the cow thing and say, well, it needs to be a kind of newish idea, so I'm going to make that move. Yeah. Okay. And at that stage it might need a new chassis so there's a lot of FEA that goes into the chassis uh -huh. thing there's a bit of CAD design there but there's no real consideration for things like the turning performance the off-road 4x4ing the what the hell's going to tow it uh, the power unpredictable nature of the animals themselves that's yeah 100% correct yeah uh, um, you know it's it's very easy to deal with um, a, a problem that doesn't move a problem that is inanimate um, potholes yes. could be one um, you know it's when we're dealing with animals, they have a mind of their own and it cannot be ignored. You can't just assume, True. right, we'll have someone to handle it because at some point you're, 
you're getting back to the original way or the current way it's currently solved with persons actively uh, controlling the animal um, and things like that. So you've got to be very careful about approaching the problem from a, a purely, uh, inverted commas, mechanical. Obviously, aeronauticals can handle it too. But you, handling it purely mechanically, you're tending to then try to ignore the biological... Yeah, it's, uh, it, it's a bit like designing something for a, you know, um, a road-going vehicle for passenger transport versus a racing car. Yeah, yeah it's got full round wheels. Okay, fine. Mm. Um, the, the, the point there is the, the, let's call it the elephant in the room, the factor which you cannot ignore, and also I don't really know how you deal with it, yeah. and it's the reason that you do tranquilize wild animals, is the thing that a cow is used to the farmer. Yeah. The cow from birth is used to being handled by the farmer. It gets mm -hmm. its horns burnt off. It gets branded. It gets the vet will give it multiple things during its lifetime. It's kind of used to that. Yeah. A zebra in the Kruger Park ain't ain't never been touched by a human ever. Now you're limping through the thing with mm -hmm. a pack of lions <laughs> behind you, recreating <laughs> something out of Lion King, and now. We, we need to save this because you're a zebra that's got three pink stripes and you're valuable to humanity. So we need to, we need to do something. To, how, how do you lure zebra onto this contraption? And it's a thing of same issue you have with uh, rescuing sharks with whales, etc. Yeah. You're now approaching a wild animal that can react completely unpredictably, not like cows. All mm. cows behave the same unless it's a bull, in which case it behaves differently and you <laughs> yeah, treat it differently. Yeah, exactly. But other than that, so, that's the, the risk of, of, of a fourth year project which goes that route because you cannot design the system which is towable and you design the car, you design the trailer, you design the pickup thing and then it's a case of the examiner sits and says, how do you get an injured wildebeest onto this thing? Mm -hmm. How? With ropes and then you pull it and the thing stresses out and has a heart attack before you even get it there to pull a thorn out of its foot. Um, that cannot be ignored and, and that's why a project like that does run quite a high risk level. I'd, I'd say it's something... I'm hesitant to use the word experience. It's not something you have to have necessarily experience with, but you're going to have to, if you haven't got experience with dealing with wild animals, so you haven't been brought up in Kruger or on a farm or something like that where there are animals and you, you kind of know of the, the telltale signs, you can use that to predict how the animal is yep. going to move or how we can um, initiate some kind of herding behavior or something of the sort to, to move them in a particular direction. Um, or understand that that's what you need and therefore how, yes. how would we instigate and look that information up. If you're not comfortable with that sort of topic, you, you, you don't tackle it. Yeah. Um, there's a very high, I mean, lots of students will, will, will do, and I mean, it's very good advice for students as well, is to, to tackle something which you would like to learn about. Mm. But you also need to think sort of practically about what, what, what skills are required. Um, you know, Go and have a chat to, go to the Joburg Zoo and actually talk to some of the, the, the people there. You don't need ethics clearance for that because you're just the person trying to yes, find out yeah. information about w what it takes. But you might find that the zoo has an issue in terms of their vets with some of the dangerous wild animals and some things not being practical in the giraffe enclosure or with the elephants or with the rhino or whatever it is. In which case, maybe there's an there's issue there with with animals that are being, let's say, protected as part of breeding programs or, mm -hmm. um, or, or things like that, where there is a need to, um, to, to design something where that animal is now used to humans. Yeah. It's a wild animal, but it's not out in a wild place. Exactly. In which case, the, the issue for an era might, might very well be, um, well, there's some form of infrastructure stuff, but 
you know, you don't really want to go to the Kruger Park and then see animals with the kind of antenna you see on <laughs> electronic surveillance aircraft with the blade antenna that are stuck on the back and the flashing lights and the, the all, all that yeah, sort of yeah, stuff. No, the, exactly. the, the RFID tags in the ears. You don't want to see that on, on wild animals. And also that's no. completely unfair. So, um, yeah, and, 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 and then you also have to remember that any form of problem, and this is mainly for the fourth years and for third years and, well, I guess everyone, yeah. is... With it, that problem, you, you, you always have to sort of think really about, okay, if there's a, let's say, um, lions are eating antelope. Well, do we protect the, do we play God and try and protect all the antelope from the lions in the wild environment? Or do you just <laughs> let the food chain unfold? And if it happens to be that there's the very last brand of one kind of antelope and it runs the risk of being eaten by a jaguar in this jungle park, maybe that's supposed to yeah just you know is it is it a problem that is could you argue to a bunch of people they're going to spend money on it or whatever yeah. with that sort of thing and you just need to realize that there's there's a minefield um there in terms of it, it's it's part of the whole ethics thing um and you just have to be careful about stuff like that but and this is the sort of the main sort of purpose behind this discussion is we started with effectively lifting or looking after cow's hooves Yes, and we we moved to we went to purely wild in say uh, in an area reserve say Kruger, which could have even gone further in another direction than to say the Serengeti and stuff where there are yes, different reserves will have different animals with different problems. Yes, exactly, um, and then back to a zoo type enclosure. So it's not it's not the original thing because that was a farm. Yes, um, it, it is something different now. But you, you've got to you got to when looking at it, don't force upon it and keep throwing your head at it. It could be that the problem is solved. It could be the problem is not complex. Yes. Uh, you encounter a number of problems where, and something invariably a lot of the, the small niggles and issues that you have with your daily life. Oh, I really wish I could have this thing at my desk and this thing would fold out and this and this and this. Yeah, they're problems and yeah, they would make interesting fun designs. Mm. They tend to inherently be something well-defined, at best broadly defined, because, I mean, your desk is your desk. It is set by certain requirements and thicknesses and, and materials and so on and so forth. Um, let it change, but also, like, either see it as, right, this is not the problem I'm going to tackle now. I want to tackle it, but this is not for my fourth-year project. At the end of the day, there are what you're interested in, and it's worthy of the... Or, uh, within scope for the fourth year project yeah. or it's something you're interested in and it's for later or personal project or whatever the case is let that also be something that then happens and I think uh, just, just to sort of point out how easy it is to do what, what we did it made perfect sense if you listen to that started out with a cow alright we need a problem that's not a cow because the cow machine exists so we need to where can we take this machine or something similar to somewhere else? Okay, the wild animals, but there's a problem there. All right, where do you have wild animals that you know where they are at the zoo? Here's the reason that that's not a problem to solve. These cows walking around in the field, they walk. How much walking does a zebra in the zoo do? What's the likelihood of it getting a problem in its hoof? So is the zoo going to purchase a thing like that mm -hmm. for something which might never happen? And the answer is they're not going to. Yeah. They're literally not going to. And But... What you, what you did is you, you forced it into wild animals and you brought it into a, a similar type case. So it's a case of, I got rid of the fact that I don't know where the animals are and the animals are used to humans. So now I can solve, now I can use this thing yeah. to do that. And how many times have we seen that at almost every third year project is exactly that, if you think about it. Um, yeah. All right, so, so let's go back to the whole, 
the problem with a cow was the hoof. Mm -hmm. All right, now you said the cows experience quite a lot of pain with this. Yeah. All right, so let's, let's, as mechanical, let's say engineers, yeah. think about that kind of problem. Um, all right, uh, what kind of, you, tell me about the equipment that they used. Well, I mean, in order to clean it up, it's an angle grinder. Right. Um, it it's, looks like a, it looks like a cheese knife in some ways, and you use it. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's one of those vibrating ones that can cut through cut hard Not stuff. Really, as you just, it. it's oh, just, just like a blade, and you just carve, carve out the, okay. the, the stuff. Um, I say this is uh, putting me off my toes. <laughs> Wait till the next episode. That's sure. that even better. Um, yeah, I think. Okay, so there isn't a problem with tooling. There isn't a problem with. I mean, no. there might be a thing with ergonomics, but if the cow is supported like that. It's unlike the horse scenario where a bad horse could kick you, in which case they might, but also not really. I mean, a farrier kind of knows how a horse is, and some, some horses, it's a case of, we're not going to do your horseshoe now. Yeah. You're in a bad mood, come back later type thing. I, th I think it's one of those situations where you start looking at the, you know, I look at design a couple, or problems in a couple of different ways. Do we accept the problem exists yeah. and solve it, or do we try to prevent it ever having occurred? So look at what issues they face, not just overgrowth, so a standard good old cleaning where it's wap, 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 clean, go yeah. next. It's, right, what um, stuff is getting stuck up in the hooves? What stuff is getting stuck up in the hooves? Because maybe that's a problem to solve. Exactly. So, so if it's a certain kind of plant, if it's a certain kind of thing, what about having something that can go out in your cow field to make sure that your expensive cows don't get that thing, therefore you hardly ever need to use that machine? But then again, how big is the field? Like what actually exactly. causes this stuff? Is yeah. it things which are completely random? Um, it's stones a fair bit. So any student that proposes going and picking up all the stones <laughs> in a cow field, that's not a problem to solve. <laughs> it, it, nails and things like that. Now, okay, right. potentially there, but um, you know, it, it's something where you could, okay, so you've got this idea, right, we're gonna stop all, all this stuff getting into the hoof and, and prevent it ever happening in the first place. Right. Okay. Right. Stones, right. That's just So we're going to clean up Mother Nature <laughs> yeah. outside. Okay. We're going to pave the entire grass Astroturf. Astroturf yes. the hell out of it. The, the cows start to starve because there actually is no grass. Yeah. Um, the other side is, is then, okay, start to look and say, okay, how, you know, those other ones that we can't fix, the metal objects, the nails, the screws, the things that are left around that happen to be carelessly dropped, how often are they occurring? It's something you can go maybe talk to. Um, yes, a, the a farmer will farm. be able to tell you about. Oh, I mean, as, as an initial start, that initial, like, I've got the spark of the idea, where would I look? I mean, funny enough, it's the way YouTube works. Is there's, there's tons of people now posting videos of them yes. looking after this. Look at the frequency of, okay, this one's absence from rock, from rock, from rock, from rock, from nail, from rock, from rock. Okay, so nails aren't really happening very often. And, and also, there's a thing of cow stands on nail. Yeah. Okay, cow might not even notice it today. Hmm. Right. How long until problem requires, how long until farmer notices and, and could it be detected in between there? Because maybe if the cow Ooh. comes in for milking and stuff, that's a relatively simple thing. If a cow stood on a nail, it's very easy to do a metal detector type. Cow walks over something sure. and it's a case of, well, that's what's like nails, but not rocks. But yeah. how, how else could you work out whether the cow has done something which is going to be a problem in a certain amount of time? So you're not, you're not vacuuming up outside, huh. but you're also now reducing um, you know, the number of cows that go through pain on this 
this particular thing. Um, and, oh, and yeah. But th there is that a fourth year project because I can see that being solved with mm. a sensor pack. It, it would fundamentally be some kind of sensor pack where you could use a, I wouldn't say x-rays, but some kind of um, uh, depth even, sensing even thing. Depth sensing or a, a pressure footprint. Because if a car's got a sore foot and it walks it over you, walk. it would yeah, limp. It, it, they but do, they favor, they favor the... They do. Now maybe, now that's a relatively simple thing to do. Yeah. I mean, you think about it, they've got way bridges where stuff yes, goes oh, yeah, past I mean, exactly, all the time. Yeah. And you can waterproof them, you can mudproof them, you can cow dung proof them, you can do whatever you want to. You could do something like that where you have a, a, a left and a right. And I mean, if you make it that big, the cow will have the front feet on and the back feet on. It doesn't take a genius to program it to work out, no. ah, front right, have a look-see. Because the wrong thing to do is to pick up every cow when it goes into milking, put its four footies backwards, Wash them off with the hose pipe and then have a, yeah, exactly, a visual, yeah. um, you know, pre-flight check on it. That's the wrong way to solve it. Yeah. But any form of thing which is, let's say, going to cost less than, I mean, what does this machine cost? A couple, uh, yeah, couple of grand. Yeah, I mean, it'll have hydraulics yeah. and crap yes, like that. Yeah. Okay, but if you were to sell a thing which costs, let's say, five grand, it's, uh, you know, stainless steel and it's got some sensors in it and it's it basically just has a, a red light like a, 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 a wheel balancing thing mm. four buttons front back left right bad yeah. problem with this car all right flag it i mean yeah. all all milking stations at like not your farmer who's only got two cars but yeah like any commercial um farm and that's where these things will probably be uh. Everything's kind of automated. Yeah. The the milking system picks up the RFID tag. They know exactly what car produces what. Very easy to build something which interfaces with all this stuff because all of that mechatronics kit is already there. They all they all have it. Which means I don't think it's a fourth year project. It's not a fourth year project. No, no it isn't. It's I it's a problem worth solving. Oh yeah, very but much. But if so. you look hard enough, you might even find that that thing exists. Yeah. Like if you were to go and do a bovine weight bridge. I'm telling you, every single oh, yeah, slaughterhouse yeah. will have one of those things before the car goes in the thing. They'll know exactly how much it weighs to, yeah. you know, to, to do that sort of thing. It might not tell you what the weight distribution is. It, yeah, but even then, it's, it's small changes. You know, there's the easy trap that I think a lot of students fall into. I will therefore make a cheaper version. I'll make it cheaper or I'm going to make it with more features because then no, I'm going to try yeah. and turn it into a complex thing. That is a big risky thing. It, I wouldn't even say it, it's risky. I think it's just, it's a no-go. It, it is a no-go. Because yeah. the cost, the amount you'd have to progress in order to actually know how much something like this would cost. You're going beyond the large amount of skills in mechanical or aeronautical engineering. Yep. Because you're having to go into marketing, you're having to go into um, distribution, manufacture. It's progressing well beyond can i design a bracket that's going to support this and the little welds and stuff like that you're i mean that that's week two done and dusted and you've got six weeks now of how do i prove this thing is actually going to be feasibly less expensive and what if it's not because invariably most people don't make a product to be the most expensive thing they might put a huge markup on it uh, because it is a specialized yeah. product but they're still going to very likely because they've been doing this for a number of years outcompete you exactly yeah um, yeah but I think that, that's going to finish us up for this particular episode if you've got any other suggestions any other ideas or you're still thinking of design well obviously let us know toastingdesign at gmail.com well thanks so much for listening we'll catch you in the next one cheers